You are listening to a message from Victory. We hope it inspires you to honor God and make disciples in your community. When you go to a different country, you don't force fit your rules as a Filipino. Hindi mo ipagpipilitan yung rules mo because you're gonna comply with the rules of the land, with the laws of the land. And one of the things that we are amazed of, ako, when, whenever we, before when we go out, yung left or right side ba? Alam niyo yung feeling na ganon? Yung hindi ka naman inorient, pagdating mo doon sa country, pasok ka na lang. So, merong time, naglalakad kami ng wife ko, and then yung car, yung girl, na driver, nagtatali yata ng sintas. Kaganyan. Hindi ko nakikita kasi pinto. Basta may ginagalaw siya. Tapos ako, oh, pop, 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 pop. Yung pala nandun sa kabilang driver. So, it, it doesn't apply to us, no? It's always different because nandun, nasa right hand, and then now, nasa left hand. Even in escalator, dito sa SM, ano ba yung, you have to stay on the right. Tapos sa ibang country, you have to stay on the left. So, there are different things that we enter into when we visit a different country. And it's actually similar to the series that we will enter into. It's called Redefine. The series is for 16 weeks. Can you say that? 16 weeks po tayo magkakasama for one series. Ang ending po nito, 2022 na. Ganun po katagal. 16 weeks on the Sermon on the Mount. This was Jesus teaching His disciples. And it's a closer look at the book of Matthew, chapter 5 to 7 only. Now we can really deep dive in the Word and the Sermon of the Mount of Jesus. So it's going to be 16 weeks. Why did I share yung, ano, yung difference ng being in a different country as a tourist that we can enjoy? Because just like our series, we're actually talking about living now in the kingdom of God. We are transferring from one kingdom to another because Jesus has invited us not only to repent of our sins but to actually join him in his kingdom now and in the future that kingdom has only one king sino po yung king si James hindi si Jesus we only have one king and that is Jesus he shares how it is to live as a citizen of his kingdom and this is where we're starting. This is the series that we are entering into. Jesus is teaching us how to live a life that is pleasing to Him and how to live a life of a citizen now in the new kingdom. Tayo kasi, when we visit a different country, we are only tourists. Pag pupunta tayo doon, parang meron din silang konting palugid for us. No, they do not, uh, They're not strict with us. But for some, like, for example, si Jackie... <laughs> Bye. <laughs> like for si Jackie, as she enters their new season in a different country, they also have to to comply with their laws. They also have to be there and you know, yung learn the language, learn the culture, learn everything that is there to know as now a new citizen of a different kingdom. Unfortunately for us kasi Filipinos, we don't live in a country that we have a king. President po tayo, we have a democratic uh, political system. But in our terms, especially for the people who are in corporate nowadays, we always hear about change management. And this is also a picture of it. We now have a new boss. Diba pag yung um, bagong coach dilipat sa isang basketball team, sabi niya, okay, finish na yung dati, iba na yung gagawin natin. I will call the shots now. And this is also a picture 
of what Jesus wants to define in our lives. Now, He is taking over and now He is our boss now. Okay, it says in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. The new has come. I remember when I was starting uh, church and I, when I received God, when I was a new believer, parang for me, parang counter-cultural lahat when I saw people in church. Parang ibang-iba yung mga tao, no? I remember, I, I used to start a statement with a curse, and end it with a curse. Yung parang kahit yung, kunwari, kaka, poop! Sarap nito! Poop! Parang laging ganun yung language ko, no? And when I got into uh, this new kingdom, there was something different that changed in me. It was as if I forgot the the person that who I was before. Nag-iba. Only because of the Word of God, of the people who discipled me, and now, the, the life I live is different from where I came from. And this is actually what we want to talk about. What Jesus wants His people in His kingdom. How they will live. Okay, qualifier lang, no? The reason why uh, Jesus did this, this sermon on the mount, or the premise was, they were all believers already. Meaning, we don't need to do these things to win the favor of God we do these things because he, we are already citizens of God. And the first Sermon on the Mount is entitled, Beatitudes. And today we're going to look at the first 12 verses of chapter 5, which is the Beatitudes. Meaning, supremely blessed. We begin our preaching with the Word of God in chapter 5, verse 1. It says here, Seeing the crowd, he went up on the mountain, and when he sat down, his disciples came to him. In verse 2, it says here, He opened his mouth and taught them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for there is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be satisfied. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall receive mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted for the righteousness sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Verse 11 Blessed are you when others revile you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. And lastly, rejoice and be glad for your reward is great in heaven. For so they persecuted the prophets who were before you. Okay, we start off in verse 1 once again. It says, His disciples. What do I want to focus here? Jesus was actually talking to all who followed him. Why? Because he preached the word. Not only did he preach the word, he healed the sick. Not only did he heal, he taught them. And this is now a picture of his preaching, his first preaching. He was zeroed in on the believers. Meaning, this applies to the believers of God. Another picture of the people who were following him. They went up the mountain. They followed him as his king. Why? Because they were oppressed for 
Several years, even decades. They've been waiting for that Messiah. They've been waiting for the promised person, for the promised king that was dictated in the Old Testament. And when they saw Jesus doing those miracles, they saw Jesus with that wisdom, sabi nila, this is the king and we're gonna follow him. What else do we know about the people who were following him? They were waiting for someone who would save them. Now, Jesus gains followers as this much. Kaya nga nakalagay doon, no? When he sat down, the believers or the disciples went to him. Ganito po yung picture noon. You go up the mountain. It was also a fulfillment of what Moses did in Mount Sinai. It was also a fulfillment of that, uh, of what happened before. When Jesus taught them, he was in the mountain, he started to preach. And the first lesson that he wanted to share was, to share to them what is a blessed life. In this passage, we see nine times that Jesus said the word blessed. But unfortunately, if there is something that we are to de- redefine today, that is the word blessed. You know, redefine means to define again or to define in a different way. And today, we'll see how Jesus has defined the word blessed. Because when you look at the word blessed, um, ano siya? Na water down na. Alam niyo yung word na two meanings, pero one word. Do you, do you know a word? One word with two meanings. It may mean something to a different set of people, and then it means something to a different set of people. Yung word na langgam. Alam niyo ba yung langgam? Ani langgam? Ant. Oh, kanina ant. Ngayon ant. Yung langgam sa Tagalog, pag sumigaw ka, langgam! Titingin yan sa baba. Pag sa Cebu, pag sinay mo, langgam! Titingin yan sa taas. Why? Kasi ang langgam nila lumilipad. Hindi. Because langgam means bird. In the Cebuano language. In the Bisaya. Totoo ba yun? Meron ba tayong Cebuano dito? Oh, meron. May validated yan. That's a fact. So, what am I pointing out here? The word blessed may mean so many different things nowadays. It may mean different things. Alam mo, I put the hashtag blessed in um, Instagram. Hashtag blessed. There are 74 million posts with the hashtag blessed by one person. De, ano na yan? Compiled na yan ang lahat. And the pictures that I came across with are being blessed because I had a pedicure. Yan. Ano pa? Being blessed because I'm on my way for a vacation, an outdoor vacation. Getting a buy one, take one for drinks. Being blessed because I get a new apartment, yung keys. Pizza day, blessed day. Being blessed because I saw a garden. Yeah, yun yung mga blessed. Meron dyan, to be able to dive is a blessing. Hashtag blessing. And yung last picture, being blessed is to have downtime for my games in PS4. So, ganun ang definition nila ng blessed, no? It's, it's different for every one of us. But one of the common reasons why people feel blessed is, number one, if you have enough money. Sabi nila, if I have enough money, I can do a lot of things, then I am blessed. Sabi nila. For some, it's position. You know, if I'm a CEO, I'm blessed because I can call the shots. You know, if I get promoted, I will be blessed. Some, it's about the position. But some, I think most of you would agree, would be a place. Whenever you enter the church, di ba, feeling mo, oh, 
I feel blessed by entering the church. Kahit gusto kong magmura, ayaw. Parang napipigilan ka. Just because of the place, no? And sometimes, not only the place, it's the person. And whenever you see people like Pastor Dennis, di ba parang when you feel Pastor Dennis, yung when you feel, when you see Pastor Dennis, di ba parang, Pastor, yung nabibless ka. Alam mo kami ni Pastor Dennis, sobrang blessed na blessed ako dun sa ano niya, yung how we interact. Uh, ako kasi madetalye ko, so I would show, Pastor Dennis, ganito kasi yung plano ko eh, ganito. Eto yun, ganito yung ruta, ganon. And sasabihin sa akin ni Pastor Dennis, Yun. Blessed na ako noon pagka may approval. Pag tatlo, parang I love you na yun eh. Kaya dalawa, okay na. So it's the people that we encounter, we feel blessed. But the question is, is that the real definition of being blessed? Because if we go through something which is counter of what, the ble- what it means to be blessed, automatically hindi na tayo blessed? Is that the answer to that? Or... Yung mga examples na binigay ko, if you don't encounter it, are you saying you're not blessed anymore? It's like, sometimes people would define being blessed as being happy. When you get something, the root word of happy is happening. If you get something, you're happy because it happened. You get an iPhone 7. You were so happy, you ran, nadapa ka, nalaglag, nabasag. And then something happened, you're unhappy already. It doesn't paint a big picture or the whole picture of being blessed. And today we want to show you how God redefined that. The Bible says, oh, before that, Jesus did not say, blessed are the rich, blessed are the successful. Jesus did not say, blessed are the powerful and the popular. Because he knew it wasn't this that defines a person's being happy and being blessed. Yeah. Medyo na ano ko. Okay, ito na. Ito na talaga yung sabihin ko. The Bible's definition of being blessed. It co- the blessed, the word blessed comes from the Greek, Greek, Greek word makarios, which means people who are being specially favored, fortunate, happy, and privileged. To be blessed is to experience the joy of being approved by God. So being blessed is connected to being approved by God. And the root word, of the word makarios in Greek is makar. Ayan. Makar means being happy in a way that is not dependent on circumstances. There's happiness. Their happiness was thought to be unaffected by the poverty, problem, and death faced by men. So it is described as a state of contentment and bliss unaffected by circumstance. It's not dependent on what's happening. So you can be blessed even without those that I have just shared with you. Without the money, without the fame, popularity, without uh, without those, we can still be blessed. And that's comforting for us. Okay, this is how, with the limited time, I'm going to share with you two qualities of what it is to live in the kingdom of God with regards to being blessed. Okay? I've, I was able to, um, with the help of most of our pastors, we were able to determine three parts of the Beatitudes as this, and then the three parts as that. Okay, Bayon? Ready na ba kayo? Excited na ba kayo? Okay. Game na? Okay, game na. Verse 3, it says here, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of God. 
In verse 3, it says here, Blessed are the poor. If you stop at the word poor, you, for us, you would say, Paano naging blessed ang poor? I don't know ako na nung definition ni Jesus. If that is being blessed, parang hindi ata tama yun. But what is Jesus really saying? When we are of the world, it's countercultural when we say blessed are the poor in spirit. But what Jesus is saying is, coming to God with nothing, desperate for a Savior. Poor in spirit is a picture of a person with nothing and saying, Lord, I need you, pero wala akong dala. I can't offer anything because I am nothing compared to you. This is a picture of being poor in spirit. Are we in times of need? Ganyan ba tayo pag pumunta kay Lord? Talagang Lord, walang wala na. I need you. Are we in that position in our lives? Or, the other side of it, tayo ba yung mayabang tayo kay Lord? Lord, yung forward series, ha? inattendan ko yan from week one to 9, 11. Tapos nag-lunch ako, nag-attend din ako ng 4. So 18 times ko yan inattendan, Lord, bless mo ako. Are we in that position that we actually tell, Lord, alam mo, grabe yung ginagawa ako sa church, ha? I'm on time. Never akong ganyan sa church lang. Bless me because I'm like this. It's like a picture of having lunch with Mark. Kilala niyo si Mark? Classmate ko to ng college. Si Mark, Zuckerberg, uh, who owns Facebook. Sipin nyo, you're having lunch with Mark. Ikaw pa yung, Mark, libre na kita. Saan mo gusto? Sabi niya, well, I've been in the Philippines. I ate in Gloria. Oh, Gloria? Wag doon. Dito na lang in Regina's. The Tehran is 20. Parang ikaw pa yung, ano, no? you're mayabang ka na, pero wala ka naman pinagyayabang. Siya, simpleng-simple lang, no? Papakita mo, you know, I bought my new watches, second hand, brand new second hand. And that's a picture of us sometimes. Minsan ganyan tayo kay Lord. Lord, alam mo, ano eh, uh, nag-devotion ako eh. Nag-devotion ako last year eh. Bless mo naman ako. Are we trying to prove something to God? And is that our position in Him? Are we poor in spirit? In verse 4, it says here, Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. The mourning here is also a picture of something that is countercultural. Bakit magiging blessed yung namatayan? Bakit magiging blessed yung uh, who has experienced devastation? Because Jesus' picture of mourning is not about a loss of life. It was mourning of the sinfulness of humans. It was because we are so sinful, we mourn. Lord, di ko kaya ng wala ka. I need someone to save me. And this is an act of desperation to the king. Uh, sometimes, no, yung, our attitude when we have sin is counter from what Jesus wants us to have. That heart of mourning when we are sinful or when we are in sin. I remember counseling one of my victory group members way, way back, paulit-ulit, and pag tinatanong ko, pag, pag nagkakaproblema na siya, and he falls, sabi niya, bro, ito uh, yung nangyari. Oh, kamusta ka? Naramdaman ko, love ako ni Lord, sabi niya. Okay. And then what? De, love naman ako ni Lord, eh, so finergive niya ako. When we sin, regardless if, in, if it's intentional or it led to sin, my question to each and every one of us is, do we have that 
callousness in our hearts. Parang pag nagsin tayo, wala na lang. When we sin, parang ano na lang tayo. Ay, Lord, sorry, I clicked the website. Sorry, move on. Or are we really saying, Lord, I'm sorry? Because repentance is change of mind and change of direction. Do we sin because, or when we sin, do we just brush it aside and say, Lord, sorry, ah, next time, di ko nagagawin. Do we have that posture when we sin? Or do we have that posture of being mournful of what we have done and say, Lord, I need you and I'm sorry I have done this. John 1.14 says, The glory of the one and only Son who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. Yes, He has grace when we sin, but He is also full of truth. And the truth is, He hates sin. And when we sin, how do we react? What is our posture with God? Mourn is to mourn for sins or of how they offended God, longing for the forgiveness of God. In verse 6, Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be satisfied. Hunger and thirst for righteousness is a picture of a strong desire to be in the will of God. Question is now, are you in that position of hunger and desire whenever you have your devotion? Is your devotion something that you just put on the end of your day and say, Lord, kaya ko pa, kaya ko pa, magpe-pray ako, last na to bago matulog. Pagbukas mo ng Bible, blessed are the... Amen. Pagising mo, Lord, thank you. Kaya ang verse na alam mo lagi, your grace is new every morning. <laughs> what is our posture when we seek God? What is our posture when we pray to God? When we, when we approach Him, His throne? Are we putting Him as if it's a meeting? Okay, this is not so important. I'll just do this first. Okay, sakto, lunch break, maaga. Pray ako two minutes. What is our posture when it comes to our relationship with God? So the first character of what Jesus wants His citizens of His kingdom to be is this. That they are blessed when they are right with God. Blessed are those who are right with God. And that's why it's perfect timing that we preach this message. Because on July 4 to 6, we're having our prayer and fasting. Mid-year prayer and fasting. It's a good time to get empty of what we are going through and just declare, Lord, you are my creator. You are everything to me, Lord. And I want to be right with you. It's a good time for us to reflect. It's a good time for us to see the will of God in our lives. So prayer and fasting, July 4 to 6, we have manuals outside, Tagalog, English, and that's it. Okay, Matthew 5 to 7. The first one, the next group of characters that Jesus wants us to look at today is the word meek. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Meek is being gentle and self, having self-control. Are you the type of person yung talaga mainitin na yung ulo mo? Yung parang pag nilapitan ka sa office na may tatanong lang sa'yo, Ethan, ano? Yung zipper mo bukas. Okay, thank you. Parang lagi kang galit. God wants us to have this attitude of meekness. 
But whenever we say this, blessed are the meek, parang andating kasi timid, no? Yung parang ano lang tayo, yung wala lang. But really, meekness is actually extending that patience to others. Having that self-control. The meek. The next one is, Blessed are the merciful, for they shall receive mercy. One who overlooks offense and forgiving. Alam mo, uh, this is the posture of what Jesus wants us, no? Yung we overlook offense. Hindi yung, ano, yung, what's the term? Balat. Kayo banggi. Balat sibuyas, di ba? Yung konting, di ba? Yung, for example, lapita mo, Joey! Yung, oh, offend ako. Parang lahat, no? Pangalan pala. Ha? Kunwari, Francis! Grabe naman yan. <laughs> Hindi naman Francis, Francois. Parang ano, no? All the smallest things na offend tayo. But do we actually overlook that offense? Are we that person? Ano ba tayo? Based on our circumstance, iba na yung araw natin. For example, no, may na-traffic ka. Ako, I remember, I worked in, um, where did I work? McKinley. Ang buhay ko noon, I wake up at 4 para mag-devotion. <laughs> Gising ako ng 5, kain, ligo, ganun, pasok. Pagdating mo doon, 12 na sa traffic. <laughs> Habol ka, overtime, uwi ka, 9. Pag uwi mo, 2 a.m. na. <laughs> Grabe, no? That's exaggerated. But really, do we, are we, uh, how we react to others, is it based on how our day was? Or do we have that character na talagang we are merciful and we are meek? Are we, do we have a hard time forgiving people? I like the verses, uh, Matthew 5.24, Leave your gift first in the front of the altar, be reconciled to them, then come and offer your gift. We are a people who can forgive and we are a people who go to people we have offended and say sorry. Hindi tayo yung, bro, sorry. Malike. When we say sorry, we are sincere. When we say sorry, we apologize for what we have done. And this is what God wants for us. This is a picture of a citizen of God. Hindi tayo self-absorbed. We don't think about ourselves too much. Hindi tayo self-centered. Not everything is about us. And especially, we don't consider ourselves self-made. Mahirap yung self-made. Paano yun? Ikaw na rin gumawa sa sarili mo, ng anak ka na, ng ikaw. Being self-made, parang sinay mo na you're not dependent on anything on the world. Meron bang tao dyan na mukhang ano, isa dyan, sa mga to? Sabihan mo, tap the person to your left. The world does not revolve around you. Sabi mo, sige, sagot ko kayo, kahit di nyo kilala. Okay, the world does not revolve around you. It revolves around me. Yeah. Okay. Self-centered. Redefined. It really is countercultural. It's opposite of how the world looks at being blessed. And to, towards the last, it says here, verse 5, 10, chapter 5, verse 10, Blessed are those who are persecuted for the righteous sake, for theirs is the kingdom of God. Ganda nung reward. Do people make fun of you? When you're in work, alam ko, no, yung persecution, parang for us, hindi natin masyado mag-rasp. Because in those days, when you are persecuted, for example, naglalakad ka, Roman Empire, tas biglang dumating yung mga guards, sabi na, Hail Caesar! Slat ka, Hail Caesar! 
Tapos because you're a believer, you won't say it because your king is Jesus. Hindi ka gagalaw. Hail Jesus! Hindi ka gagalaw. Ang persecution during that time was death. Persecution during that time was being fed to the dogs. This was a picture of persecution. And for us, siguro sabihin nyo, grabe, di naman, wala naman persecution ngayon. But the issue is still real nowadays. I know, for some, sabihin nyo, ang babaw naman yan. But persecution happens in the workplace. Persecution happens wherever you are. Ako, I remember, no, when I entered, um, it was my first work in a huge company, in a multinational company. Galing ako Cebu, pupunta ako Manila, nag-work ako sa kanila. And there were times, I kid you not, parang gusto ko nang maging hindi kristyano from Monday to Friday para lang makisama. Alam mo yun, yung parang, an, oh, uh, pag may green joke, <laughs> nakikitawa ka, my Lord, patawarin mo Para kang ano, meron kang dalawang tao, yung iba ka pag Monday to Friday, and then iba ka pag Saturday, especially pag Sunday. Yung suot mo, iba, pag nasa church, hi, God bless you. Ano. Pero pag Monday, iba. Pag may tinaka, busy ako! Parang mainit ulo mo. And this is actually happening in our uh, society now. Na-experience yun na ba yun? Sino naka-experience na nun? Oh, yan. Tatlo. Thank you sa honesty ninyo. No, but really, ako, I remember, uh, Wednesday was D-Day. Kami yan, nila Pastor Alan, nandito kami every Wednesday night. Wednesday was also, twice a month, our, what we call, commercial committee, because I was part of the commercial department. Ang commercial committee, papaguring kanila ng meeting. Pe-present sila. Tapos pagod na pagod ka na, sabihin na, sige, kain tayo, para pwede nang bayaran ng office. Ganun. Kasi pinagod kanila. So, babayaran ako. So, free dinner. So kami, oh, ba't kasama? Ano eh, uh, may meeting. Saan? Sa Green Hills. Ano meron? Doon sa fourth floor. Saan nga? Sa V-Mall. Bakit kami waiting Wednesday? Di ko nga alam eh. Sama na lang ako sa inyo. Parang ganun, no? Kinahihiya mo na. Yung hindi mo, actually may victory group. What's that? Uh, it's where we meet there. Ganun. Talaga? Uh, sama ako. Ay, m- ano eh. Masama kang tao eh. Parang gano'n. Sama ba? Mali, no? Kaya, wait. Nawala ako. Nawala ako. Sorry. So, when faced with dilemma, do you do whatever it takes to stand your ground? ba? You're blessed even though you're persecuted. Do you do whatever it takes and say, Lord, okay lang. Pagtawanan nila ako. Okay lang. Di na nila ako invite. I actually experienced this. I was taken out a Viber group mga three, four times. Yung iba, I went out. Tapos, ay, tanggalin niya na yan. Di tayo makapagbiroan dito. Ganun. Para akong ano, para akong may sakit. Yung pag, yung mga friends ko ng high school, pag nag, nagkukulitan, ay, sorry, sorry. Nandyan si Francis. <laughs> Hindi naman ako nag Anyway, may hugot lang. Okay. Sige. So, the next character, what Jesus was showing us is, Hindi pa yan. <laughs> Tim Keller said, when trials come, we see its value and we understand what it's doing in our lives. That's why we are still blessed. Even though we are in a situation where we can save ourselves or we think we can save ourselves, we would go the other route. Yung parang pag mawawalan ka na ng trabaho, siguro some would cheat, do everything what it takes to keep their job. 
Pero ikaw, you're willing to let go in it and say, Lord, ikaw naman nagbigay sa akin ng work. I'm willing to let go of this. I will stand my ground. The second picture of citizens of God is being blessed who are living a sacrificial life. Blessed are those who live sacrificially for God. Victory Group Leaders is also a picture of living a life of sacrifice. Why? They sacrifice time to meet people. They sacrifice time to do one-to-one. Meron ako one-to-one. Every time mag-one-to-one, back-to-one, chapter one. Every time. An- anong chapter na tayo? Di ko alam. Oh, one to- chapter one tayo let. We sacrifice time. We sacrifice effort. Even money. Why do we do this? Not for our glory, but because Jesus has called us to do this. Because Jesus has called us to share a life of sacrifice to others. And that's why living a life of sacrifice, we can be meek, we can be merciful, we can even be persecuted. But that's okay because there is a reward. Blessed are those who are right with God. And second, blessed are those who live sacrificially for God. And we end here. Verse 12, it says, it says here, Rejoice and be glad, for your reward is great in heaven. We are called to rejoice because a reward is waiting for us. Good news! Blessings of God we can experience now, but there is also a promise in the future. We can be blessed now, but there is a heavenly reward in the future. You know, the paradox of the Beatitude is that what is often thought of as misery, being poor in spirit, being meek, those descriptions is actually the key of living a happy and blessed life. That is actually the key of having a blessed life. A blessed life is not based on our circumstance. It's actually based on what Jesus has done on the cross and His promises. And I want to end here. Ephesians 4, verse 3, it says here, Blessed be the God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places. You know, the Beatitudes won't make sense for the people outside. But it makes complete sense to Jesus' people, to God's people. You know why? Because He's all-powerful. He's all-loving. He is faithful. And the biggest blessing of it all is He invited you to enter His kingdom. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank You that you have shifted or redefined the concept of being blessed in our minds. Lord, thank you that the right thinking drives our behavior to a right living. Thank you, God, that you're reminding us that we are no longer of this world, but we are citizens of heaven. Thank you, God, that you have called these men and women not only to live right with you, Lord, but to be ambassadors for you to be ambassadors of your word, to be ambassadors of your teachings, Lord God. And let that be true in each and everyone here's lives. Lord, I also want to pray for people who are not right with God right now. Thank you, God, that you're speaking to them clearly and saying, my son and my daughter, I am here for you. My son and my daughter, I am just here waiting for you to run back to me. If that is you, I just want to encourage you. God 
is with you right now. God is comforting you right now. And that is your reward. To be comforted in His presence. To be comforted that, yes, He is all truth. But there is also grace. And that you can run back to Him. Lord, I declare restoration of relationships, Lord. Right now, restoration of relationships with you and with people around you. Thank you, God, that you hear our prayers today. Thank you for listening to this message. For more messages like these from other Victory Centers, please visit victory.org.ph slash resources slash podcasts.